This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. So the other, like, crazy interesting thing about the way DJ mocks this is Will Levis is still on the board. Like, whew, like if if all of a sudden you're sitting at 16 and Will Levis, one of the top four quarterbacks in this class, who some people have as a top three pick, is on the board and you are about to enter this season with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett, do you, ta- you consider taking Will Levis? Like, obviously, if a team wants to trade up for Will Levis, that seems like a great option here. But would you consider taking Will Levis? I would definitely yes. consider taking him, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and the other thing is, if he's there, I'm definitely going to trade back because I know Tampa Bay is going to try to try to trade up and get him. So that's who he's got. He's got Tampa taking him at 19. It's crazy. Yeah, I know they're going to trade up. So I'm be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to take Will Levis right now, and Tampa's going to be like, all right, well, we'll come up and get him. So I think that, um, yeah, that's surprising to me. He fell that low in this draft, but yeah, if he's available. And he's again, people got to remember, is it best player available? And what you've done in free agency so far, which you just talked about, allows you to take the best player available. And if you think it's Will Levis and you think his upside's better, 100%. At 16, hell yeah, take him. Yeah, no, I, I like, that's the thing. There's just no way Will Levis is on the board at 16 and he's not the best player on your board because there's yeah. everyone else that's better than him would have had to have gone to push Will Levis down that far. Right. Um, so it's, it's really kind of crazy to me, but it, it's also that like at that point you are dealing with the fact that your GM, well, I guess not your GM cause Mark Mayhew's the GM by position, but your president of football operations, the guy who's the lead decision maker and supposed to have a long-term view for the franchise is different or is the same person as your head coach who's trying to win right now. That gets right. highlighted if Will Levis is on the board more than it can with basically any other, or if Richardson falls or whatever more than anybody else because the correct theoretical thing to do would be to take the quarterback 
who's fallen into your lap, unless there's some reason that all of a sudden people are hearing that, that he's fallen, that there's something there's, there's, there's a reason, right? But if you just get lucky and you really like him, you should absolutely take him. But for a coach who's in a win now mode to take a player who is either going to play like a rookie quarterback, which is probably not that good, or is going to be stuck behind Jacoby Brissett and or Sam Howell, like that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't help this football team this year. So I do think the trade back is the obvious one there if if Tampa's willing to come up for it. But at the same time, it, it seems like like take let's say it's year one of a new coach instead of year four of Rivera. Yeah. You take Levis and you'd be crazy not to. Yeah. And and there are so to to kind of your point though, there are some things that people don't like about his game. Like 2022 was rough, you know, a lot of turnovers, um, not taking care of the football, not reading defenses as well as he was in 2001. Now, new offensive coordinator, a whole bunch of different stuff there. But <clears throat> I think that that is something to consider where he could potentially slide. I also think Anthony Richardson, everyone's really high on him right now, but I think he could also potentially slide because I know people are really high on him right now, but there's a lot of inconsistency to, inconsistency to his game. And I think if any one, either one of those guys slides, I think that's good for Washington. Because I don't necessarily think you should take Richardson. Um, I don't necessarily think you should take Will Levis as a priority. But it does increase the likelihood someone will trade up with you to get that quarterback. And I yes. think that's something that needs to be kind of acknowledged. Now, if now if both of them are sitting there I and you're Ron Rivera, I think you probably lean Will Levis. But I do think it's hard to turn down what Anthony Richardson brings. And he's a freaky big athlete. And, you know, I think he's got a long way to go as a quarterback still, but I do think that's, that's given what you've seen from fields, given what you've seen from Hertz, I think it might be hard to, to, to turn down. No doubt. All right. So the, to finish out DJ's mock, and then I'll pull up the latest one from McShay too. His is a little bit older, but um, still interesting to look at. Uh, so Kincaid 16 to Washington, the guy that seems obvious that they would actually take is Broderick Jones, who somehow is still on the board at 17. So he goes I'm, to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I think everyone's trying to mock a tackle to Pittsburgh. So, you know, like that kind of works out when you're doing mock drafts. Like you've, I did one last year and you're kind of like, Oh, I'd like this player to play here. And it's not like necessarily like the most, honest representation of how you think the draft's going to go. I'm not as high on Broderick Jones as a lot of people. I think mm. he's he's only played 19 games. I think he's physically very, very gifted. Looked a little stiff at the combine, which was surprising, given his athletic profile. Um, and I think the other thing about him is he's, because he's got so little playing experience, he has a really hard time setting down a bull, you know, like kind of anchoring into his hips. And mm. it gets me a little concerned versus big boy pass rushers. So I could definitely see him kind of going on a little bit of a skid the coaching staff here might not again what do they think what's their evaluation like on him right because that's that's a big deal you know if if they don't love him don't take him you know what i mean don't take that guy and i personally like if you want a guy to play left he's one of two guys three guys in the draft like the guy so this is we should talk about this too real quick so okay. for tackles specifically guys who can play left tackle are generally overvalued so um paris johnson Skaronsky, Roderick Jones, Anton Harrison will be overvalued in this draft. I personally think the guys with better, not outside of Skaronsky, and pro, outside of Skaronsky for sure, but Paris, uh, but um, you know Matthew Matthew Broderick, um, Dewan Jones, um, Darnell Wright, those guys they probably have better college film, like you know, kind of whatever, but they only play right tackle. So they are going to be devalued a little bit. So those guys will be available later in the draft, while those other guys, I think, 
Like everyone, no one's talking about Anton Harrison, but Anton Harrison is a guy that you talk around the league and everyone says, can play left tackle. And if they say that to you, that means they think very highly of them and it's someone that is going to go higher than people think. So that's something to keep in mind with that group. Definitely. Uh, all right. So Cansey, uh 18 to Detroit. Damn. Uh, Levis goes 19 to Tampa. Uh, Addison to Seattle. Zay Flowers to the Chargers. Joey Porter Jr. to the Ravens. Hendon Hooker to the Vikings, which makes no sense to me. He's high on him. I've, I've, I've read some of the stuff he's written about Hendon Hooker. He's very, very high on Hendon Hooker. Like when you That's read great. His, he's 25 years old. But I think I think his argument, which in, the, in this thing that I read from Daniel Jeremiah, basically said that he, with the, the longevity of quarterbacks getting pushed out because of how they're protecting them, he could start till he's 35, potentially. So you could have a 10-year starter. I don't, do you agree with him? I don't I know. Mean, but not, it is the, 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 the reasoning is, is there for sure. But like, I don't necessarily want to sign my quarterback to his first big money contract, a.k.a. his second contract, when he's 30. Yeah, I know. I, dude, I get it. But I'm just saying like that's the and way also, the yeah. league's going. I get it. My thing with the older guys is always this. If you're 25 and you, you can't kick the crap out of college kids, you're not good at all. Yeah. Like, so if you're an NFL player, like not even a good one, if you're an NFL player and you're playing in college at the age of 25, you should be awesome. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't play NFL football necessarily, but it just like the chances that you're going to be really good and like worth a first round pick to me. No, thanks. And by the way, he's not starting this year because they and maybe Minnesota, Minnesota can, you know, kind of afford that, I guess, because their roster is pretty good. But like if I'm Minnesota, I'm trying to take someone defensively, especially who can start for me this year. Not someone who's going to make his first career start when he's 26 years old next year behind after sitting a year behind Kirk Cousins. I just I hate that pick. But I do think I do think teams like Seattle with the Anthony Richardson pick on Mel Kuyper's mock yeah. are interesting teams because you can take a guy like Hooker, you can take a guy like Anders or Richardson and say, sure. here's the Patrick Mahomes treatment. And I think for both of those guys, that's probably a good situation. So would I be surprised if they picked a quarterback in the first round? Yes. Would I be surprised if they picked a quarterback in the second round? No. But when you talk sure. to like analytics people, this is interesting too, analytics stuff. For quarterbacks specifically, quarterbacks, tackles, and cornerbacks, they they said they they advocate trading back into the first round to get the fifth year on the contract. Yeah. No, because, I hear I hear that. So so you know, I, I think that's high for Hooker personally because of the system there yeah. is the Baylor offense, and we've seen how the Baylor offense translates schematically to the NFL. But yeah. I get it. I, I I I get the process there. All right, uh, Deontay Banks, Maryland corner, goes to Jacksonville at twenty four. See, that's crazy. Like, sorry, I'm gonna get a little tangent here. That's no, crazy okay. to me that you're drafting a tight end above Joey Porter Jr. Who again is not a great scheme fit here, but just just from like a a value position and Banks before you know it's you're drafting we're talking about Kincaid, commanders yeah, at 16 taking yeah. Kincaid in this one yeah and Broderick Jones like there he's not he's not better his his value a is not better than those guys his positional value is not better and the impact on this team won't be more you know what I'm saying it's just it's crazy to me that that's the way he would go but whatever yeah it's it's a it's a real bad pick <laughs> uh Joe Tipman uh tw interior offensive lineman from Wisconsin goes oh. uh, 25 to the Giants I like him uh, a lot actually 
He's very good. Matsy Smith, uh, defensive tackle out of Michigan, goes Sneaking to the Cowboys. Sneaking in there, huh? All right. Quentin Johnson to the Bills. Darnell Wright to the Bengals. Michael Meyer to the Saints. Uh, on Dike Uzoma to the Eagles. And then Will McDonald to Kansas City. Mm. Yeah. So, again, you got some of those same names in there. I personally think the kid from Northwestern will sneak into the first round. Uh, the kid um, out of Barway. Out of Barway. Mm. But I, I, I think that's right. I just don't like that the tight end goes so high, you know, in this draft. And I think that's weird. The hooker thing is also a little bit an outlier. Uh, I've listened to some of the stuff he said about doing mock drafts. And sometimes he does it to make them a little bit spicy. So people get talking about them. And here we are talking about Good job, them. DJ. You yes. got us. You got us. Uh, <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the the kuiper one or the mcshay one actually that i mentioned i think we think we've already talked about it. he's got it witherspoon falling to 16 so there's no oh. much to talk about there like that's an easy home run done what what last guy i want to talk about real quick um and we'll do this again for sure and we are going to do our own mock draft uh here in the next couple of weeks so uh that'll be really really fun maybe we can recruit a couple of friends how many how many people would be ideal to do like a mock draft with I don't know. Uh, well, now they've got so now PFF they have this great feature that is their their mock draft sim. So you can just do it. You know, you used to have like four people to kind of snake draft through the whole thing, but mm -hmm. like now we can just use that. And so maybe we get uh, like a celebrity. You know, like maybe Kime comes in and does it or something. Like That's that. what I was thinking. Like if we do, we want to get like Kime. Do we want to get a, you know standings? Always always good for a mock yep, draft. A draft like yep. We could we could get three or four people on here and do it. Uh, I don't know that how many voices do many for a, for a podcast, but we can figure it out. Um, but the other guy that's fallen in a couple that I think is interesting is, is Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Right. Cause the way their free agency went, if you want to take an edge at 16, I don't hate it. Yeah. It's probably not the best way the board can fall, but he's a guy that some people have as a top 10 pick. And yeah. if all of a sudden he falls to you at 16 and he can help you eventually solve your, your sweat young problem, is, is I don't know what kind of player he is in terms of an edge guy. Is like you know, is he more of the mold that they have? Is he a bendy guy? Like I don't know what he is, which is why I'm asking you. But like, right. what do you think of Lucas Van Ness if he's on the board at 16? So when I first watched Lucas Van Ness, I was not high on him. And the thing that I didn't like about him is he just lacked like kind of your traditional bend. He's like two. I think he's like two seventy five. He's six five, and he is strong as an ox. 
I get like strong, like Justin Smith vibes from, um, Oh wow. Yeah. From San Francisco. Like, back like, in he's the day. just, he's just an ox. You know what I mean? He's just a big, strong dude that delivers power in a way that is very unique to this class. And there are traditionally, who's the outside linebacker up in, um, Green Bay, who was a first round pick. God, bless uh, it. Zedarius. No, the Smith? other guy. it's, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He Packers fans leave a comment anyway, but he was, he was kind of this big, big edge, edge setter, not overly bendy. And he's getting a lot of con- gray, gray. doesn't matter, but, um, he's still of, there. Yeah. Getting a lot of, yeah, he's still there. Getting a lot of comps to him. And because people evaluators, they say, if you see that level of power, it'll translate into a good rusher and a good player. And I can't disagree with that because that's how strong he is at the line of scrimmage. Now, he didn't start. I think he only played 400 snaps last year because Iowa has this really weird, like, seniors play over juniors, even though the junior's better, which is weird. But he played yeah, three technique. Good. He played edge. Um, and the more you watch him, the more you're like, I can see it. So in terms of what you're saying, if he were to follow to you at 16, I think he's an interesting pick because of how they play their edges here. They, you know, like, think about it. They've just invested all this money in Payne and Allen, right? You have Montez Sweat, who's one of the best edge setters in the NFL. You put Lucas Van Ness on the other side as a rotational piece who is murdering tight ends and murdering tackles. Like, where is that offense going to run? They're going to run right Right. to the teeth of the best part of you. So the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, he's not a great bendy guy, but because of that just raw horsepower, again, and because of the the, the pain contract, I don't hate that pick at 16. Would Would you rather Miles Murphy or Tyree Wilson fall? Um... That's a really good question because I think Tyree like once Wilson, you get away from Will Anderson, who's the edge you want to fall? Because Anderson's not falling. So, so Tyree Wilson to me reminds me a lot of Trayvon Walker from last year. He's very raw, very like athletic, very bendy, long armed, kind of like built in a lab type of player. But the film is just a tick below what you'd expect, right? Um, and Van S, to his credit plays like an absolute psychopath all the time. And I like that a lot. So I think he, I think he has the highest chance to fall because again, the, the bend not there, but he plays hard and be a good player. Like, is he going to have the ceiling as a Tyree Wilson? No, but I don't think his floor is the same. And then miles Murphy. I'm not, I know I've talked to some guys around the league about him. I think he's going to slip a little bit. I think people are a little mm-hmm. disappointed with his 2022 because everyone said he is going to play with the power that Lucas Van Ness is going to play with. And Lucas Van Ness blows his power out of the water in 2022. And so in 2021, there are flashes of that, but it didn't develop the way people thought. So I think there's a little bit of risk there. But, um, I, you know, I personally love the kid from Northwestern. I love the kid from Iowa State. So you can get that same type of player later in the draft. But if you think that is an elite kind of one-of-one type trait, if he's at 16 and you don't like anybody else on the board and he's a top 10 pick in your mind, which, again, I don't know their evaluations here, and it right. very well could be. I think you probably pulled the trigger there. And think about that defensive line. Like, that would be absolutely insane. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Rashawn Gary is who you're Thank talking you. about. Thank you. Jesus. Yeah, Rashawn Gary. All right, Pac- Packers fans, you can you can just leave your comment if you've already <laughs> left, uh, or you can delete it. It's up yeah, to you. Whatever. whatever uh, you do. Make sure you do leave a comment, though, uh, as we on the radio show go through them we do a segment called never read the comments every wednesday so make sure that you leave a comment and perhaps i'll respond to it live on the radio uh you can catch me three to six each and every day on the team 980 make sure you're watching youtube for command center and everything logan's doing logan final word on the way out 
Yeah, and just because we're in the off season, so we're always up for like a random mailbag session. So if you have yes. questions, start leaving them YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got. Yeah, let's definitely let's plan on doing a mailbag episode next week. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a mock draft next week. Maybe we'll do two weeks. Um, I think two on, weeks. on the mock draft. Yeah, let's let's plan on mock draft in two weeks. Uh, we'll do a mailbag question or mailbag segment next week, uh, and and also like you know, let us know who you want to hear from. Uh, if there's someone in the commander's universe that we've had on, or we haven't had on, uh, let us know. And we can, we can certainly try to schedule something with them. All right. For Logan, I'm Craig. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week on Take Command.